It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Sports Talk 790 Astroline. Astroline. The official preseason show of Astros baseball. World Series champion. This is where we talk about your champs. Join the show. Post your questions and comments on social media. Just be sure to hashtag Astroline. See you later. We're in Championship City. Live from Duffy's Sports Bar in West Palm Beach, Florida. Sports Talk 790 Astroline. Starts now. Live from Duffy Sports Grill. You're listening to Astroline. Tons of Astros fans at the Duffy Sports Grill on Clematic. And it's uh, brought to you by Carbock Brewing Company. And we haven't done this in a long, long time. What I'm talking about is on Astroline. They have a couple of years to be working I'm talking about Kyle Tucker and Miles Straw. Guys, thanks for, thanks for joining me today. We're going to have a lot of fun. Nervous, you were talking around the batting cage today. You're saying, uh, what are you going to ask us? And I wouldn't tell you because I want to surprise you. Okay, are you okay I'm with ready. that? I'm ready. Kyle, you ready? I'm going to have a trivia a, a trivia contest for you in the last segment. You all right with that? Ooh, I'm, o- I'm okay with that. Are you good? Yeah, so you good, you're good on baseball trivia? Is that your strong point or is it hockey? Probably baseball. You love hockey though, right? I do, I do. yeah. All right. Miles Straw is an outfielder in the Astros organization. In 2016, Miles, you hit for average better than anybody else in all of minor league baseball. What was it, 356, 358? What was uh, it? 358. 358 is a minor league hitter for a full season. How about that, Miles Straw? That's right. What was that like? You, you had to be in a tree. You, pit, you, you hit in, in two different levels in the Astros organization, Quad Cities and Lancaster. But to hit 358 for an entire season – did it feel like you went through any slumps at all? Um, not really. It was, I mean, it was pretty, it was crazy. I mean, you know, the days went by, and it was like I was getting two hits almost every day, and it was just, you know, at one point it was almost automatic, it felt like. And, um, you know, it was a good team. It was really fun. I had this guy with me. Um, we had a really good team, good coaches. And, I mean, it was just easy to go out there and, you know, play play good baseball every day. Kyle, I want to ask you, how well do you and Miles know each other? Because, you, you overlap. One guy gets called up at a different time. But how much have you played together, and how well do you know the, the guy sitting to your, to your left right now? Yeah, I first met him when I was in the Appy League. Okay. So we kind of – that's where we first met. And then, you know, we've been hanging out ever since. You know, we'll meet up in the off season because he lives pretty close. So, um, I mean, we roomed together in Hyatt this year, and, you know, we, we're, we're pretty close friends. Let's talk about your childhoods and, and what it was like, what you enjoyed the most in, in – Everybody knows, Kyle, that you had an older brother in the organization for a long time, but he was six and a half, seven years older than you, so probably weren't as close as people would just assume. Am, am I right? We're, we're actually pretty close. Are you? Yeah. Do you um, get a chance to talk on a, on a pretty regular basis? Yeah. Um, you know, I always keep up with him. He keeps up with me, and we, we talk for 
you know, the most part. During the season, it's a little tough because we have two different schedules. And, um, you know, he was an hour behind last year and we're always playing at the same time, so it's kind of tough. But, you know, in the offseason, we'll hang out a bunch and, you know, play Xbox, play in the backyard and go eat and stuff, everything. Do you guys get along real well, or is there some uh, competition between you? Any fisticuffs at all? <laughs> uh, Just wrestle? Yeah, when we were younger, we, we'd wrestle a little bit. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're, we're all good. We're, we're great. All right, Miles, you were born in Garden Grove, which is Southern California, just outside of Anaheim. At what age did you move to Bradenton, Florida? Uh, I believe I was four years old. Okay. Do you yeah. remember the move? And you remember moving from California? You just always remember Florida? I always remember Florida. What's it like growing up in Bradenton? That's on the Gulf side of Florida, just on the other side. What's it, two and a half hours away from here? Uh, it's, yeah, it's about three hours. Um, I mean, it's pretty similar to this, though. Uh, you know, you have the beaches, you know, a nice little downtown area like this. And, um, you know, it's pretty similar. So, it's you know, it's easy. It's, it's one road across the state, and, you know, it's nice weather, pretty nice, and I enjoy it here. And the competition for baseball, because it's such good weather all year long, uh, it's similar to Texas, similar to Oklahoma. Kyle, talk about this. Plant High School in Tampa, you guys played against stiff competition all year long, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we had a ton of guys either go top colleges or get drafted. And, and, I mean, it was pretty much every game where, you know, playing against, you know, tough pitcher, tough infield and everything. And, you know, we have some really great players in Tampa. Miles? Not highly touted coming out of high school. Didn't have any scholarship offers at all? Not at all. Not at all. So I was in the same situation coming out of high school, and I walked on at junior college. You did the same thing. So tell the folks what that's like. There's scholarship athletes at your junior college. You decided to show up and uh, go to a tryout early? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. I went to a tryout. Um, you know, I talked to the coaches. They said, you know, we'll take you as a walk-on your first year. And, you know, if you prove yourself, you can you can earn a scholarship your second year or in the spring, for that matter, in the first year, which, you know, I ended up doing well in the fall. And, um, you know, sure enough, I, I got on a work study. And the next year I ended up earning the scholarship. What's a work study like? Tell people what that is. Oh, uh, it's a grind. Um, so you're in college, and work study means you need to do something to earn what they're giving you. Yeah, it was almost like I was a farmer. Um, <laughs> you know, I had I had my tools out there every day. I was so you're doing maintenance on the field, probably. Uh, yeah, I was pretty much the maintenance guy. I, yeah. You know, if I had to go out there to this day and go work on the the spring training complex, I'd be fine. So, um, yeah, you know, I was out there. I'd you know I'd clean up the infield. I'd do all that stuff. I'd I just help around, help the coaches, and. Um, you know, just help maintain the field and just things like that if they ever need anything. And, you know, that's, you know, that's how you got your money, you know, your, your fair share to, you know, just live and, sure. you know, pay rent. And being in Florida for both of you guys and, and spring training for the Astros in West Palm here, your, does your family get a chance to get here? And, and what is that like for them? Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, I'm, I'm three hours across the state. I, my sister lives in Vero Beach, so mm -hmm. they visit there a lot too, so. She older or younger than you? She's older. Okay, so does she get a chance to come down to do, to a game or two? Oh yeah, yeah. She's she likes she, baseball. Yeah, she she's does. Been she's been dragged to baseball her whole life though, right? Yeah, she's pretty obnoxious. So I definitely know she's there. Um, she doesn't even have to tell me, and I'll know she's there. So because she's loud. Yeah, and same with my mom. I know when they're there without them telling me. So <laughs> they let it know. They let me know, and um, you know, like they, I don't have to say anything. I'm, I know they're there. They Ky enjoy it. Kyle, what kind of parents uh, were, were your parents in the bleachers growing up? Oh, they, one of, they, one, yeah, one of they, them loud? 
No, they they were both quiet. They, they were? Yeah, they kind of sat in the corner during high school and just let me play and let all the other parents, you know, gossip or whatever. Doesn't every every team ha- have a parent that, that, that you know that's just going to either get ejected at some point during the season or, or embarrass their kid? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's inevitable, isn't it? Yep. Just growing up. Um, what is it as far for you, Kyle, getting drafted out of high school, your University of Florida commit, Tell me what it's like when you talk to your buddies who did end up going to college. You're just 20 years old now. They're still in that experience. Do you miss that, or can you live through them to some extent, or, or what's going on? Yeah, I mean, it's all good because I, I go to, you know, UF or FSU and, you know, still hang out with my friends in the offseason. During the winter, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm still able to go see them and how, see how they're doing and everything. So Go to ball games. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go up to you know some some football games up there. Um, their baseball season starts when when we're already sure. down here, so it's a little tough for that. But you know, I still get to hang out with them and see them a lot in the off season. Was baseball always your favorite sport? Yeah, I played um, soccer a little bit when I was younger. Okay, but I pretty much just played baseball and soccer. Who'd you look up to? Um, your really, brother? Yeah, some? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you know he was you know six seven years older than me, and you know he was always playing. You know, I was middle school, using high school, and then when I got to high school, using college, and you know, because I was always looking to the level above. So, I mean, he he has a big influence on sure. me. We used to always kind of laugh if people out there don't under or know who Kyle's brother is. It's Preston Tucker, who's with the Astros organization the last five or six years, and Preston was one of our favorites, Kyle. And we're not just saying it because you're here. He was a really genuine guy. But we always kind of laughed about his favorite player. It was Steve Cox, who's a little-known first baseman for the Tampa Bay Rays. It was the Devil Rays back at the time, but it was Steve Cox. I think he got about a year and a half in the show, but Preston liked him because he was a left-hander. And he had a left-handed stroke, had a little bit of power, and Preston thought, yeah, I want to be Steve Cox. <laughs> Did you ever know that? No. Did you have a favorite major leaguer? Um. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh yeah. yeah, we hear we hear that. Some of the people in the in the crowd said Steve Sparks, and uh, that's a that's a lot of people's answer. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that, but uh, he says Ken Griffey Jr. and uh, you know it's it's a toss up. I think it's a toss up, but uh, it's Ken Griffey Jr. What about you, Miles? Favorite player growing up? Who'd you look up to? Um, I was a big Carl Crawford fan. Really? Yeah, I like Carl Crawford. Yeah, I can see that. Now, are you the fastest? player in the organization? Oh, I think so. Who, who have you raced to, to prove it so far? Um, I don't think I've raced anyone to prove it, but... 60s times? Yeah. You're in the low 6s in your 60-yard dash, right? Yeah. 625, 6'3", where are we at? Uh, 625 was the last one I ran. When was that? Um, before, my, before my pre-draft workouts. Are you faster than that now? I don't know. Because you gain weight, right? Um, yeah, a little bit, but... Um, you know, we still we do enough to you know we're you know our bodies are staying you know we're we're getting we're gaining that muscle so, I mean we're getting quicker we do stuff like that so I mean I'd be I'd be curious to see where I'm at now. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's I've do got it. A, I've got a stopwatch, but it's on my phone. Is that's, that all right? That's fine. Okay, outfield. What have you learned as professionals that you didn't know in college or high school? So if somebody's listening out there, how do you get a better read or, or give me a tip? Is there oh. something you can do with the brim of your cap? Is there a trick with that? Have you ever heard that? Yeah, to keep the sun out or just to see the flight of the ball, like a line drive or something or something like that. I mean, if it's above above your bill of the hat, you know you're going back or drop center. Right, or you're going forward. But, um, I mean, those guys are just, you know, they're crisp out there. It's you, 
you learn something every day from those guys. Um, you know, Gary Pettis does a good job with us. Mm. He, you know, he's moving us every every batter. So, you know, after a while, you kind of get the memo. And uh, I mean, you're you're always learning from those guys. You know, Springer, Reddick, they'll always talk to you. And um, Marisnik's he's one of the best in the game defensively out there. So, right. you know, to pick their brains and you know to talk with those guys, I mean, that's those are the guys you want to learn from. Kyle, how do you draw the line between picking somebody's brain and bugging them? Just being around them too much and asking too many questions. <laughs> do you feel you're just trying to chill out and hear something, or do you ask? Do you actually ask a question from time to time? Um, every now and then, I'll, I'll ask some questions. Um, for the most part, I kind of just watch how they go about their day, and you know, just watching them and learning from what they do day to day. Is it much different from what you're already doing? Um, you know, I'll learn, I'll learn a couple things different, um, but for the most part, I've been doing what I've been doing, and I'll just pick up on little things like that. How about recovery? Have you, have you learned from any of the players about being efficient, just going out there and doing your work and getting out of there? Because sometimes it feels that younger players will do too much and over the course of the season start to tire. But what it seems like with some of the advanced players, more experienced players, that they know what they want to accomplish. They get in there and they get out, and then they're, they're more fresh later on in the year. Have you guys experienced that at all? Um, yeah, for sure. I think, honestly, I think that'd be the biggest thing I've, you know, I've taken in so far. Um, you know, you see the older guys in the cold tub and the hot tub every day, yep. you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, you get older and that, that's what becomes more important. You know, they know, they have more, you know, they know about the game more. Um, you know, the, the most important thing for them is, you know, stay healthy and, and that's where it is. That's, they're in there every day, you know, they're, they're taking care of their bodies, they're working out and. They take that very seriously. I mean, you can go into the weight room at 6.45 in the morning, and there's five guys, and they're rolling out. And, um, you know, you don't really see that in the minor league side. You know, we're, you know, we're young, we're healthy, and we, we don't think we need that. And, um, you know, you go there, and these are the best players in the world, right. and, and that's what they do. That's how they maintain their bodies, and they stay healthy for 15, 20-year careers. There you go. That's Miles Straw. We got Kyle Tucker with us here. One fourth of the way through, you guys okay? Yep. Don't seem nervous. You no, guys look, no, we're good. You look chill. Oh yeah. All right, Astros spring training is now in full motion. Catch all of the excitement at the Fit Team Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. It's beautiful out here as the Astros prepare for the 2018 season. For tickets and more information, visit astros.com/slash/spring-training. We're at Duffy's on Clematis in West Palm Beach. Duffy's Sports Grill, brought to you by Carbock. You're listening to the Astro Line. We'll be right back after this. Well, this Hansel, he's so hot right now, he'll face Miles Straw now, the left fielder. I see what you did there. Not sure what you're talking about. Someone was watching Zoolander on cable yesterday. <laughs> Slider is sliced to right field. That's got a chance to get down, and it does. Straw's going to go for second, and he is flying into second base, gets there standing with an opposite field double. What about those strides? Yeah, got to show off his wheels, Miles Straw. That's one of the things that the Astros really like about him, and we also saw something that's a trademark of Straw taking the ball the other way. There we go, back on Astroline. Duffy Sports Grill at Clematis in West Palm Beach. You're listening to Steve Sparks. I'm with Miles Straw and Kyle Tucker in the the, the clip we heard from spring training last week. Miles, uh, that patented inside-out swing, uh, just going the other way, and that's what comes natural for you, right? Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, ever since high school, that's... That's been the way for how did me. That, how did that come about? Because most young kids are always trying to pull the ball. Um, I really don't know. I, I don't know when that started. But, um, 
you know, it stuck to me ever since. And, uh, you know, I, I get a lot of a lot of crap for it. But um, <laughs> you have know, you ever heard of MLB BAM? I have not. Okay, so it's a it's a an affiliate of Major League Baseball where they determine uh, and they do all the heat maps and they do the the flow charts and all that. Okay. And they wanted to ask the Astros if they had something wrong on your bio. Uh, they thought you were a left-handed hitter because of the spray chart. And yep. you went so much the other direction, they thought, there's no way he's a right-handed hitter. And as far as exit velocity, hitting it with authority the other way, it's kind of abnormal. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen the spray charts. Uh, I've seen the heat maps. And I've seen the tweets about being the left-handed hitter. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's pretty funny. I mean, our hitting coach in 2016, he actually he saw the tweet, and he was, he was pretty upset because, I mean, he, he didn't want that out. But, I mean, teams, you know, teams didn't shift me. And uh, it, ended up, it ended up working out that year. You know, it would be a little different, Miles, if you didn't have speed, if you went the other way, and the right fielder like Kyle would throw you out at first base if you're a sloth, right? Yeah. But you got speed. They're not going to do that. Has he, anybody ever tried? Um, You know, last game last game I played at the Cardinals, they, it looked like he was about to come up and try to throw me out. So I was a little <laughs> a little shooken up there. But, um, you know, he didn't. And, uh, yeah, that would, that would not be good if they were doing that. Kyle, have you ever thrown anybody out at first base from right field? Or, nope. center, or center, for that matter. No, but I've thought about it. You have thought yeah. about it? Listen to this story. So there was a player for the Astros way back when. His name was Glenn Wilson. And he was playing right field. Somebody hit a one-hopper to him, and he was getting ready to throw him out at first base. And he had a great arm, and he did it all the time. But he realized the guy that hit the ball was Nolan Ryan, so he decided to lob it to second base. So everybody on his team got all over him because they called him a sissy because he was afraid to do it to Nolan because it was Nolan Ryan, right? So he bats off Nolan later on. He hits a bomb off of him. Nolan meets him at home plate, and he said, hey, do you know I was throwing a changeup right there? He goes, nope. And by the time he got back to the dugout, they, everybody asked him what in the world Nolan said to him. I said, I said, shut up and get back on the mound. So that's the way he was able to save face uh, with, the, with the rest of his teammates. But throwing a guy out from the outfield at first base is about the, the ultimate humiliation at that stage, right? Mm -hmm. Kyle, where are you at in your development? Last year, and I've heard some things, your average is 274, but you had 90 RBIs, 25 home runs between two stops. You said you wanted to, to tighten up your strike zone more than anything. Is that still true for you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's, you know, the biggest part in, you know, my, my future. And, you know, last year I kind of got back to what I've been normally doing is backspinning that ball to, you know, the pull side, which, you know, my first year I was just top spinning balls, and I couldn't really do that. So last year I got back to what I was normally doing and backspin balls and sank through the ball a lot better. And What's different in your swing that allows you to get backspin on the ball when you hit it? Um, just staying through it instead of cutting okay. it off early. Um, you know, that, that helped me a lot, a lot out last year. And I think, you know, with the strike zone thing this year, I think it's going to just, you know, help me even more. I think across the board it probably starts just as soon as somebody starts pitching to you after T-ball is to swing at strikes or swing at pitches that you can really hit hard. What does that mean to both of you? And how hard is that on a, on a, on a long stretch of a season to, to continually you know, keep that, that aggressiveness but at the same time be selective? What's that mean for you, Miles? Um, I mean, it's a, it's a big part of my game. Um, you know, I'm more of an on-base guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had this guy drive me in, you know, from first base all the time on doubles. And, uh, you know, that's what I, I would focus on getting on base. You know, I didn't, I didn't hit a lot of home runs. And, um you know, whether it's a single, a double, 
I knew we had good hitters behind us, like this guy. And, I mean, you know, they drove us in. We had a good season where I was in Bowie's Creek, Corpus. They just came short, both teams, I believe, a game from the playoffs. So, um, I mean, 90 RBIs, it's a good year. And um, it's, it's, it's big for me. I mean, that's, like I said, that's my game. They want me to get on base. They want me to steal bases. And, you know, that's, that's how I need to make it. Kyle, when did you recognize that uh, having a, a good recognition of what you can do, where you can do damage, became a big part of your game? And I know it's, it's still an evolution, but when did you turn that corner? Yeah, I, I know it's easy to just say, just swing at strikes and lay off the ball. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a little tougher when you're actually, you know, in the box and, you know, the pitcher's trying to get you to chase. So you just got to, you know, be patient and just over time just recognize, you know, what's a strike, what's a ball, and what they're trying to do with their plan to get you out. And I, th I think once you get that going, you, you'll, you'll be fine. How much attention do you guys spend in the, in the batter circle or on deck watching the release point and watching the action of a pitcher's pitches like with the breaking stuff? Oh, I mean, it's not even the breaking stuff. I mean, it's everything. You know, if can he throw his changeup for a strike, his curveball for a strike, it's everything. So um, I'm, I'm always watching whether I'm up or, you know, I'm two batters away, I'm on deck. Because, you know, if you watch a guy and he's missing arm side a lot or something, you know to expect that. So, you know, if he's going to miss, it's probably going to be in the inner part of the plate. So, I mean, you know, guys, you'll always find something off a guy, whether, you know, he's a control guy, he's trying to throw hard and he misses. I mean, you can find a lot on deck, especially if you pay attention. Whereas, you know, if you're just over there, you know, swinging, not really paying attention. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always beneficial to watch that kind of thing. Kyle, do you ever go up to the plate and decide I'm just gonna I'm gonna take until I get a strike? Um, at some points in the season, yes, you do. But when, uh, when you're not feeling it, I, I would imagine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, when you're when you're not up, you got to watch. Uh, you know, I, wa I watch the other left-handed hitters, you know, in our lineup because you know the pitcher's plan to get get them out is going to be pretty similar to you know what I'm, they're going to try and do against me. So I, ch I just try and look at the left-handed hitters in front of me. I've got a strange question for you guys, and this is something that bothered me early on in my career, especially in the minor leagues, is when I would have friends either released, cut, or, or traded. Have you guys gone through that yet? And it's a weird thing. I mean, coming through the minor leagues and you get really close, it might be a roommate or whatever. Have you guys, have you guys had that happen? Yeah, I mean, we, we were just talking about that yesterday, actually. We've had a, you know, we've had a few guys, you know, get released and, they're some of our best friends, and mm -hmm. we're like, man, what if those guys were still here to this day? And, I mean, you know, we joke around, and we'd be like, this team would this team would win a World Series every year if these guys weren't here, you know, cracking jokes because, you know, they're fun to be around, and, you know, you're always going to have a good time. You're going to laugh. You're going to stay loose. And, I mean, when you can do that, it's, it's pretty easy to play baseball with those kind of people. Kyle, how big of a blow is it at the time? For me, man, I, mean, I, I actually had a coach come to me one time and said, hey, you're going to have to get used to this. I mean, you can't can't sulk for a couple of days. I mean, this is life. This is baseball. And, you know, I just thought, man, I'm never going to see these guys again. And uh, for, the, for a lot of them, that was the case. Has it been tough for you? Yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah, um, you know, when one of your friends gets gets released or traded or something, it, it's always tough. But, um, you know, I, I always try and stay in contact with them and, uh -huh. you know, try and. I think it's know. easier now from, from back when I was doing it because you guys could text or FaceTime and things of that nature. But. Back when I was doing it, we didn't even have cell phones. Mm -hmm. So you lose track with those guys. But it is tough, and I don't think a lot of people realize that how close you guys get to some of the players uh, in the clubhouse, traveling in the buses and all of that. 
Speaking of the buses, what's it been like? Carolina League, has that been the toughest yet? Or was that pretty easy? Uh, the Carolina League was fairly easy. Um, you know, I spent two weeks or so in, in Corpus Christi, and I've heard there's like 15-hour bus rides. Yeah. yeah, not looking forward to that if I'm there. But, um, I mean, the Carolina League, the furthest we went, I believe, was eight hours. So that's, I mean, that's, that's half enough. a trip. So, that's yeah, enough. That's, yeah, I mean, an hour is enough for me. So, what, um, do, what do you do on the bus? You play cards? You sleep? What do you do? I mean, it depends. If you get a, if you get an hour ride, you know, you'll play cards. A two-hour ride, you'll play cards. But once you're getting up there in that eight-hour range, you're, you know, you're bringing some pillows. You'll right. be down. You'll be down on the ground. You know, you make your lane. And, you know, there's going to be about eight guys. You can look down. And you'll see your team down there. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You just want to get as comfortable as you can, and um, yeah, there it's 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 a grind. You get up, your back's all, you know, you can crack it about thirty times. Your neck can crack and. They're long rides. Right. Kyle, same thing. I mean, they're, they're a grind. You get to a new city, and you're playing maybe a few hours later. Yeah, I, I actually don't mind bus rides. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty fun for Listen me. to music? Yeah, you'll listen to music, watch some Netflix, play cards. I got a little, like, gaming system thing I'll bring on the bus so, so we don't get bored for those, you know, 15-hour bus rides. Right. So, um, you know, there, there's always something for me to do, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really have a t- tough time with it. I want to ask you about... I want you to think about this for a second while I plug this show. This is brought to you by Carbach Brewing Company. You're listening to Asherline. We're at Duffy's Sports Grill in Clematis, West Palm Beach. Steve Sparks alongside Kyle Tucker and Miles Straw. Give me a sleeper, both of you guys, in the farm system for the Astros that not enough people talk about. Anybody pop into your mind? Who's somebody that, that – Jason Martin was kind of a guy that seemed like he's since been traded in the in the trade for Garrett Cole. But is there somebody else in your mind that uh, seems like that should be getting more recognition? Um, that's a tough one. I mean, not off the top of my head. I mean, you know, our team. You know, th- these prospects they get talked about a lot. You know, they they have value to them. But um, you know, we have a lot of guys that I mean. I know Ronnie Dawson, he put up a pretty good year last year. Yeah, second half, he was phenomenal. He was real good. And, I mean, you know, it's kind of like a, I haven't heard of his name this spring, but, um, you know, he played really well, another outfielder. Um, like you said, Jason Martin, that, that was one of our good buddies. Um, mm. I mean, I believe he hit 18 home runs last year, 26 the year before. I mean, that's that's pretty tough to do, especially for his size. You know, he's got speed. He can run. He can play the outfield pretty well. And, like I said, he was, a, I, he was one of the biggest sleepers for me. Kyle, when you're in the minor leagues, do you find there's a tendency to look and see who's in the major leagues and not so much what their contract status is, but where you line up in a situation to be able to get a chance to make it to the majors? Yeah, I mean, it's tough when you got the you know World Series team you know in your organization. I mean, you have Springer, Reddick, Marisnik out there. So there, there's a sense of pride, but there's a sense of, man, this is a tough lineup to crack. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're proud for the guys. You know, they just won a World Series, and, you know, they're, they have a chance to do it again this year. They have a great team. But, you know, also looking at the other side, it's, it's, it's tough to break it in, into that team. Where were you guys during the World Series? What, what, what was going on? Were you guys both in Florida? No, I was, I was in the Fall League playing. So, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. I was just hanging out watching. So did you watch all the games? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Were you hanging on the edge of your seat, or was it just <laughs> entertainment for you? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was rooting for them the whole whole time, and you know, it was a great series, and you know, I'm super glad for right. all, of, all of them. How about you, Miles? Where were you? I was at my buddy's house in Florida. Um, I was pretty stoked. I was jumping around. Uh, See all the games? Yeah, I watched them all. I felt like I was there for the most part. Um, you know, I was jumping up and down. It was it was indescribable. I mean, I I used to watch the Astros when they were winning 60 games a year. You know, I, I can't say I was an Astros fan. I was a Rays fan growing up. And, you know, they they had their years, too. And um, But I remember the Astros, they were always like, you know, they'd come, you'd come to town, they'd get they'd get beat up on, you know, the 60-win 60, the 60 years. And now, like, to see the guys, every, you know, I go to that clubhouse every day and I'm blessed to see yeah. who, I'm, who I'm around. I mean, it's it's MVP, Cy Young. It's, you know, it's a World Series team. And Possible I mean, Hall of Famers. Hall of, oh, for sure Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. no doubt. Um you know, it's like our fifth starter could be a number one and probably 15 of the other teams. And, yeah. uh, you know, the positional guys, how humble they are, it's amazing. Springer, like, just the way those guys go about their business is awesome because, you know, it's that's who you should aim to be like. Yeah. I mean, those guys, they're, they're great role models. Um, and, I mean, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Well, I think you're in an enviable p- position right now. It's a, it's a model organization, the Houston Astros. We're at Duffy's. The Sports Grill in Clematis. It's a great time out here. A lot of Astros fans. This is brought to you by Carbock Brewing Company. You're listening to Astro Line with Miles Straw and Kyle Tucker. We'll be right back. Both Tucker brothers, Preston, the older of the two, going to Plant High School and Tampa. Kyle Tucker, he was Baseball America High School Player of the Year, broke the Plant High School record for career home runs that had been set by Preston Tucker. Here's the 3-1. And that is driven pretty deep to right field. It sends back Fowler, still going back, looking up. See you later. A three-run home run for Kyle Tucker. And the Astros' lead is 4 to nothing. That ball was punished. This one's hit well, left center. That chases back Patrick Bondi onto the warning track. And that ball is an opposite field home run for Kyle Tucker. How about the power of Kyle Tucker the other direction? Puts the Astros on top with a two-run jack. Looked like a home run that Marvin Gonzalez hit in game two. Kyle Tucker, little opposite field action against Kenley Jansen. Kyle Tucker, power to all fields. You're listening to Astro Line. I'm Steve Sparks. Astro Line is brought to you by Carbot Brewing Company. And we're at Duffy Sports Grill downtown in Clematis in West Palm Beach, Florida. Let me hear you. We've got a nice crowd out here at Duffy's this afternoon. Our guests today, Kyle Tucker and Miles Straw for, for Astro Line. Three home runs so far this spring, Kyle, leading the team with eight RBIs. And uh, A.J. Hinch coming out and said, all right, let's slow your horses when the media is talking to him. Kyle's not making the team. That gives a, takes a little pressure off you. But just going out there, be yourself, try to learn. Uh, what's it been like, though? I mean, coming into a Major League Spring training camp as a first-timer full-time, and you're having success. That feels good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I love you know, just getting to the ballpark every morning and, you know, being around these guys every day and seeing how they go about their business. And, you know, the games are a lot of fun. You know, they, they love to, you know, just joke around and just have a great time. It's a great atmosphere in there. And I think A.J. Hinch sets a great tone. And he's made the young guys or he's allowed the young guys to have a voice, which for many teams, that's not the case. And one thing you got, Miles Straw, is a few new shirts. Got a few new shirts. I was talking to AJ about you this morning, and uh, you got hooked up. Tell everybody what George Springer did for you. Uh, George got me a whole new outfit. I mean, he uh, his his clothing company came in, and he was just 
straw. Go grab whatever you want. I was kind of like, man, do I get, like, one shirt? Like, what do I do here? What did you do? I would have gotten 13. Oh, he was like, well, he goes, how about this? I'll make it easy for you. He said, grab four short sleeves, four long sleeves, and a, a jacket if you want. I was like, all right. So, sure enough, I got my shirts and my jacket. And uh, he goes, you get called up, we'll get you a suit. So, I was like, that's awesome. Man, so, yeah, he, he hooked you up. He, yeah, he took care of me. Did you see what the bill was? Don't say it out loud. Uh, I did not. Wow, that's pretty not. good. All right, and Kyle, you're involved. There's a little competition going on that starts soon with the uh, basketball contest, and you're in the tournament, but also they designated you to take charge of the tournament. So tell the folks what's going on in spring training for competition. Yeah, so there's just a you know a little basketball bracket I made you know, okay. with, with a bunch of the players. There's about ten teams, and you know it's just like a you know quick um, little shoot around and. You know, they made a whole bracket. So, so the, there's a basket there. out behind the clubhouse, right? Yeah. And there's spots where guys can, and they get different points for different areas, uh, longer shots, more points? Yeah. Um, there's like two, three, five-point shot, and, you know, at the end, you'll just tally them up, and whoever has most points will win. And there's a tandem of, of teams. So there's, I think it's, who, who's your partner in this? Well, I, actually, I'm just going to, you know, go ahead and super, supervise it. You're just supervising? Yeah. You can't shoot. Is that why? No. no. You can't. I was like, I, I'm not even going to try if I'm, I'm just going to lose. You don't want to so embarrass might, yourself. Yeah, I might as well but just. I think it's Altuve and Bregman. Is that right? Yeah. They're yeah, one of the team, teams. teams of two. There's, okay. So who's the favorites? You got a favorite? You got odds on some of these players? So Miles is pointing at himself. Yeah, like my, he Miles play. is in it. Are you a good basketball player, Miles? I'm in it. I've I, I got a shot. Yeah, he thinks I'm, he is. I'm decent. you got a shot, but. I mean, that's that's all you need is a play, shot for this. Did you, you don't play need... basketball in, in high school? Uh, I did not. So I did not, can you but dribble? I shoot. So if you yeah, play I can three, dribble. three, can you compete? Yes, absolutely. But you stay outside and shoot. I do. That's who, my that's my hobby in the office. Who's your partner in this? Uh, JD Davis. Really? Yeah. I got a feeling that JD can't play basketball. <laughs> Would I be don't wrong? Don't say that. I mean, really? I, that's not what I want to hear. I, I'm saying he's throwing up bricks. I don't know. J.D. Davis looks like a brickmeister. <laughs> hey, 2018 season tickets, Miles, is guaranteed all the tickets you want with a full season or partial season plan. With a season ticket plan, fans are able to enjoy some of the best seats at Minute Maid Park. You can save money and receive great benefits throughout the entire season. Call one eight seven seven nine astros or visit astros.com slash season tickets for more information. And, you know, you go to the playoffs and those season ticket holders get preferred seating for playoff opportunities to get to the baseball. So it's a great opportunity uh, to do that. Where are we at? So let's, let's talk about Ted Williams a little bit. And the name floating around, the, the name played in the clubhouse above Kyle Tucker's locker is Ted. And before the draft even, and we heard it before you even drafted, and we thought the Astros were going to probably take you, but we heard from some of the, the, the higher-ups with the team, man, this swing looks a little like Ted Williams. Not kidding. Lo and behold, we looked at it, and it's your swing looks like Ted Williams. <laughs> How does that? Have, I mean, have you compared them? Have you looked at Ted Williams' swing and looked at your? I know you didn't model it after Ted Williams, but have you looked at it and said, "Yeah, that's pretty close." Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I never really looked at his swing and tried to just copy it, but um, you know, my my swing's changed a little bit since uh, you know I got drafted, so it's kind of got off course a little bit from him. But you know, I still fly the bat out a little early and drag it through the zone, so. You know, I, mean, I mean, it's not a bad player to be compared with. No. So he has the best on-base percentage of anybody ever in the major leagues. Take a guess what his on-base percentage was in 19 seasons. You got a guess for me, Miles? 19 season is a major leaguer. On-base percentage, best of all time. Uh, I'd go around 450, 460. Good call. What about you, Kyle? Like 415. 482. 
482. Okay. And just ahead of Babe Ruth. But 482, one season wow. it was 550. And he had 137 RBIs that year. So he's not like he's just tanking and, and, <laughs> and looking at everything. 170 walks one year and 27 strikeouts. Just stupid numbers. But that's a, it's a great guy to get compared to. Who do you get compared to? Have you uh, heard a couple miles? Uh, I have not. You haven't? I have not. What about Billy Burns? Somebody said Steve Sparks? <laughs> Maybe in looks? <laughs> I, I get that. So uh, you, you don't have any comparables? Uh, I've, I've heard Billy Burns a couple times. Have you? Yeah. So I'm not going to say this out loud, but A.J. Hinch told me this morning that you're going to play in the major leagues. Okay. So it's good to hear, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I mean, sometimes just encouragement or, or validation that what I'm doing is getting noticed. And, Kyle, obviously you've heard that a lot, but I'm not sure if you've heard that before, Miles, that there's people that believe in you in this organization. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it here and there from other coaches. Uh, you know, the coach – I play with Omar Lopez a lot. He's, you know, he's always guiding me the right way. He's, he's told me things like that. And, you know, keep working hard and you'll be fine. You'll be set. So – you know, he, he's always pushed me to believe I can make it, and, you know, he's always given me the thought of the thought of that. You know, you know what I would do, Miles, since I just told you that? I'd quit you? working hard. Just quit working hard. Just coast. Yeah. It's not worth it. The money's no good. Yeah. The travel stinks, and the cities are horrible. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got <laughs> a chance to be a major leaguer, man. We got one more segment with Miles Straw and Kyle Tucker. Single game tickets for the Astros. 2018 season are on sale. It's going to be crazy at Minute Maid Park this year. Matchups. Of course, those contenders, Yankees, Red Sox, Indians, and, of course, the Rangers will be coming in. For more information, visit Astros.com slash tickets. You're listening to Astros at Duffy Sports, Sports Grill in Clematis. Astroline is brought to you by Carbot Brewing Company. Welcome back to Astroline. We're at Duffy Sports Grill, hanging out in West Palm Beach downtown. It's beautiful out here, Clematis, that area. Listening to Astroline with Kyle Tucker and Miles Straw, a couple of the, the best outfield prospects in the Astros organization. Astroline is brought to you by Carbach Brewing Company, of course. Hey, a reminder, replay of today's game where Tucker had a couple of knocks. Real boring is next on AM 790 back in Houston. And just a couple more knocks, Kyle. That's it. Is that easy? No biggie. No biggie. Hit three, <laughs> hitting 381 now in big league camp. Three jacks, eight RBIs. That's it. I'm just leading the team and everything. It's that easy. Yeah, that, that – First one was a little lucky, though. You know, we all – that was self-defense swing down the line. Yeah. That's sweet. Uh, how fun has this been for you guys? A little nervous going into the camp at the very beginning, starting to tiptoe, and now feeling more comfortable? Uh, yeah, I mean, you come in there – I mean, especially around that team, you know, it's – like I said before, you, you have all these, you know, MVPs. It's a World Series team. And, uh, you know, to be invited to Major League Spring Training, it's awesome. Red um, shoulders. Yeah, of course. And, you know, you, I walked in there, you know, a little a little nervous, like, having to meet these guys. And, you know, they've, they've welcomed us really well. Um, you know, at this point, I'm comfortable. I'm not scared to go approach somebody and, you know, ask them anything if I need to. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a family in there. It's, like, yeah, great group of guys. I mean, you know, I'm not uncomfortable anymore. Like I said, I'll go, I'll go talk to any of them right now and, uh, you know, not have any worries about it, so. All right, will you help Kyle with a, a Ted Williams rapid-fire trivia question, trivia contest right now? I will try. I think, I think he's got it I think it's down. tough. So if, if you're joining us late, Kyle Tucker, uh, the best hitting prospect in the Astros organization and one of the best in all of minor league baseball coming up through the system is 
been coined Ted, just simply Ted. Does that have quotation marks above your, no, your nameplate? It's, it's just, just Ted. Ted. Yep. Uh, so I want to I want to make sure you know a little bit about Ted. Ted Williams was named after which U.S. president? You guys have a clue on that? Starting Ted, off easy, by the way. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. Very nice. Uh, Ted is a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame. He, he was voted into Cooperstown in 1966. Which other sport nominated him with a Hall of Fame membership in the year 2000? That's a tough one. Miles, just take a stab. Don't say chess. I'll go basketball. Basketball? Yeah. That would be incorrect. You got a guess? Kyle? Ted Williams is in. Are you going to guess? We'll say cricket just because it's ah uh, because it's similar. Yeah, it's way off. But that's yeah. Fishing, like, fishing. He's uh, in yeah, the fishing hall of fame. How about that? I didn't know there was a fishing hall of fame. Kyle, what number was Ted Williams? Number nine. Nice. How many years with the Red Sox, Miles? Miles. Nineteen. Yeah, you heard me say that earlier. Yep. Or did you already know? He's paying attention. Uh, you helped me. You know what's cool about that? He played 19 years in the major leagues despite, and you guys probably know this, he's had military service of five years in the, right in the middle of his career. So how admirable is that? That's I mean, awesome. That's crazy. All right. In 1970, he wrote a book, and this was really prevalent throughout baseball circles. He wrote a book about baseball entitled The Blank of Hitting. Was it Joy of Hitting? The Art. Was it The Anguish of Hitting? Was it The Art of Hitting? Or was it the science of hitting? Miles, I want to you're say betting the house on this right now. Yeah, I want to say it's the art of hitting. You bet your house? All I right. science. Kyle, you got science? science? Ted got it. I knew <laughs> it. It's the science of hitting. I, knew, I, there, I think there is an art of hitting, though, I believe. Good luck on your next house. Yeah. How many times did he hit 200? 200 hits. Oh, uh, zero. Zero, that's correct, because he walked so much. He had 193 and 194 in two different years. Which AL team... Did he manage Ted Williams? Ted Williams managed an American League team. It's kind of tough. Texas? Well, they turned into Texas. It was the Washington Senators for three years. And then when they moved to Arlington in 1972, he was their first manager there as well. Then that was it for his major league career. His first year as a manager, he was actually manager of the year. Last question with Kyle Tucker and Miles Straw about Ted Williams. How many years did he spend or lose time during his career in the military? So we answered that. And I want you guys. Five. Five years. So the, the World War II was 1943 through 45, And the most of the seasons in 52 and 53 in the Korean War. What stat would you like to improve this season, both of you guys, more so than anything else? Walk total, strikeouts less. What is it? The long ball. Long ball. The long How ball. many did you have last year? One or two? I had one. And you remember, it had to be inside the parker. And it was not. And the guy tripped, shoelaces no. were tied. It was not. It was It was over the fence. It was over the fence. Where was it? Uh, left center. Left center? Yep. What What day of the year? I don't remember that, but it was, it was I, pretty All exciting. I know is the sea was angry that day. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Kyle? What uh, do you want to improve upon most during o the season? OPS, just because it you know, incorporates everything else. It does. Defensively, you guys happy with where you are defensively? You're both fast. Miles is faster. Kyle, <laughs> you may hit for a little more power, but let's face it, Miles is faster than you. Yep. you does that make you angry? <laughs> no. Um, 
So OPS is a great one. But defensively, you feel like you're learning, you're getting better with routes. You, you take it serious during batting practice on your routes. Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable out there. I mean, that's the one thing I've always felt really, you know, comfortable doing is playing defense. Uh, arm you know, strength? I've got a pretty good arm. Um, you know, I've had coaches tell me I, I could play in the big leagues defensively a couple years ago. So, I mean, ever, ever since then, I mean, you know, I work hard at it. I mean, it's, like I said, you go out there, you take – People take BP, you take, you shag seriously. I mean, live, live reads is, that's the way to go. I mean, and that's the one thing I really think of. I come into spring training, it's like, man, I forget what a ball off the bat feels like. And you're like, can I even catch a fly ball anymore? You, you know, you think those kind of things. So You'll think that the rest of your career, too. Coming into spring training when you haven't done it in four months, whether it's hitting or throwing or whatever, you feel like you may have lost it. Exactly. And um, right. no, yeah, Miles, 38 bags last year. I'm sure you're trying to get to 40, but what's in your tank? You got 50 in you? I'm trying to get 100. I'm going for 100. Seriously? Yeah, that's the goal. We got to set it high. I mean, whether it's you know whether real reality it's 50. I mean, what are you I going back high. to middle school? Uh, Who's the catcher back there? Sandlot guy? <laughs> what was that kid's name? Oh, that hundred's lofty. But you yeah. get. I mean, you feel like your reads, your speed. Obviously, you feel like uh, that's your game. So why not shoot high? Why not? I like it. What about you? Got a goal, Kyle, this year? Yeah, I mean, hit 300, get 30 home runs, 100, 100 RBIs. Stolen bases? Where are we at? I mean, I'm trying to get 20 at least. Yeah. Get a, get a lot of back-end steals and straw. You know, one thing I noticed, Kyle, when I got to spring training, I noticed your back was bigger. I know you put on some weight. How much weight did you, did you gain in the offseason? Uh, 15 to 20 pounds. 15, 20? Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys. You know, this is kind of unprecedented to get some young guys in here, so thank you very much. Two really cool guys, Kyle Tucker and Miles Straw in here on Astro Line. So the great job, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you're listening to Astro Line. The next one is going to be Bill Brown hosting Astro Line. That's going to be a fun time. The guest is to be determined. So we'll check with that. That's going to be February 15th or 14th out here in West Palm Beach. I want to thank uh, Bob Elliott. He's in the studio back in Houston. Of course, our producer engineer, always Matt Foltz, who does a fantastic job. I think he's the most popular guy in West Palm Beach right now. He also has the credit card buying all these beers for everybody. So uh, it, it's a good time. It's a good time to be an Astros fan for, for obvious reasons. And uh, never settle. I mean, hashtag never settle. Uh, why not? Why not be greedy? Let's win it again. You're listening to Astro Line. We'll be back. Listen to the ball game coming up right after this. Astro been listening to Sports Talk 790 Astroline, the Astros' official off-season show, presented by Carbock Brewing Company. Astroline. Here your world champion Houston Astros go for the repeat on Sports Talk 790, home of the Strohs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.